can't believe it's 2024. I don't feel old enough to be in 2024, but uh, 31 this year, I can't, I can't believe that. Uh, but uh, 2024, it's a brand new year. Brand new year with new adventures ahead of us, new opportunities ahead of us. It's a new beginning, isn't it? The new year means a new beginning. But I wondered, have you ever wondered, where do we begin? It might be a new beginning, but where do we begin? Maybe there are some things that you'd like to see happen this year in your life, things that you'd like to achieve in your personal life. Maybe you have some goals in your work life or your school life, academic life. Maybe you've got some goals in your family life or in your home life. But have you ever asked that question? Where do I begin? Where do I actually start? You've got all these things that you'd love to do, but, but where's the first place that we begin? You know, I've had that on numerous occasions recently. I've been preparing for this Sunday, for the first Sunday of the year. I've been praying and, and waiting on God and asking, you know, where, where am I to begin? You know, the, the first sermon of the new year is important. I believe every sermon is important because it points to Jesus. But the first sermon of the new year is important because I believe it sets the tone about where we are heading for the rest of the year. It sets the tra trajectory for us. But, you know, I've had a, a lot of different ideas about where to begin. There's certain things that, that I've been thinking about as I've read through the Bible. And I've got to be honest, I probably wrote about six or seven different messages for this morning. But you know, this week, as I was just getting ready for, for this Sunday, none of those messages that I wrote sat right in my heart. Yes, they're good messages. And I, and I believe that, that God will want to use them at some point, but they just didn't sit right. It didn't feel quite right. And, and on Thursday this week, I got quite frustrated. I got to be honest. I was like, God, which one am I, am I to choose? I, I really didn't know where to begin for this Sunday. On top of that, I had a bit of a headache as well. I was feeling a bit sorry for myself. I thought man flu was coming on. So I thought, this is just, just not great. Today isn't a great day, I thought, on Thursday. And I went to see Georgina after she had finished work on, on Thursday evening. And, and as soon as I seen her, she said, Luke, what's up? She said, I can tell you're a bit grouchy. I can tell you're a bit moody, a bit frustrated. Luke, what on earth is up with you? So I told her, I said, look, George, I, I really don't know where to begin on Sunday. I don't know where to start. What, what am I to share on Sunday? I've, I've got all these messages, but I feel a bit lost. I feel a bit confused. I, I just don't know where to begin. And then George said to me five words that changed everything. She said to me, can I pray for you? Can I pray for you? And you know, when she said that to me, those simple words, God reminded me, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and brought back to my memory verses that I read earlier that day in my daily readings. And it was from Matthew chapter six, verse 33, as I begin the new year with going through the Bible in one year. And, and the title of this message today comes from this, everything begins here. Everything begins here. And these are the words from Matthew six, verse 33. Jesus said this, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. The Holy Spirit spoke to me in that moment and reminded me everything begins with seeking God. Everything begins with seeking the Lord. You know, in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus was coming towards the end of the greatest sermon that this world will ever hear. It is the Sermon on the Mount. It's better than any preacher could ever preach because it is the Word of God 
giving the word of God. This is the greatest sermon that you will ever, ever read, ever hear. He's delivering this, the sermon on the mountain. We're actually going to be looking at this in a few weeks' time as we pick back up in Luke's gospel together. And Jesus was delivering this sermon to his disciples. And he's given all these incredible truths about the kingdom of God. And But here, in, as he comes towards the end of his message, he wants to address an issue. He notices that there is an issue, and it's not just with an issue that people in Jesus' time dealt with. It's actually an issue that all of humanity deals with. It's a struggle with worry. Jesus wants to address this issue of worry, and in particular, about worrying about our everyday life. Anybody worry about your everyday life? I know that I do, but, but here, Jesus, here, he wants to address this issue. He says that the people were worrying about the food, about would they have food on the table, what they would eat. He said the people were worrying about their clothing. What are they going to wear? Maybe you struggled about that for this morning as well. What are we going to wear on the first Sunday? So we look in brand new, nice and clean, nice and fresh. Maybe you worried about that this morning, about your passions, about your everyday life. He noticed the people were worrying about all these things. But Jesus here, he gives the antidote to worry. He gives the antidote to confusion. He says, seek first the Lord. Seek first the kingdom of God. You know, when we seek God, first of all, we are acknowledging the fact that he is sovereign, that he is all powerful, and that he is all loving. That's what happens when we say, God, I'm going to put you first and look to you first in every area of my life. We're acknowledging that God, you are above my life. You are greater than me. You reign over all. We're acknowledging that God, you're all powerful. That nothing that I face in my day-to-day -day life is too hard for you. We're acknowledging that our God is able to provide, that our God is able to supply, that our God is able to heal, that our God is able to restore. That's what we're doing when we put God first. And we're acknowledging that God is all loving. Did you know God loves you today? God is a loving God and he loves you. God is love. He is love. And Jesus says here that, that when we worry about our everyday lives, when we worry about things that come into our lives, we are to seek the Lord first. When we do that, we declare that we trust him first and foremost with our lives. But we've got to be honest this morning. Seeking God first is now natural response, is it? That's not our natural way of doing things. I know it's not for me. I'm being honest with you. You know, I like to take control of my life. Anybody else want to admit that this morning? Don't put your hands up. Don't worry. But I like to control things. I like to figure out things in my life. I like to work things out, especially again at the start of this year. I had these messages. I wanted to do, go this way. I thought that this way was the right way. I thought this message was the right thing to do. I began planning for this year for us as a church life. Things that are coming up, I began doing that. I like to take things into control. I like to have control. I, I like to work things out for myself. If there's a problem, then I like to try and solve that problem for myself. You know, I've been on this planet for 31 short years. And I've discovered that when I take things into my own hands and I try to figure things out for myself, I always end up in a mess. Anybody else found that out? I always end up in a mess. I get things wrong. I fail. I hurt other people. I, I make a real mess of things when I try and take control of my life. Maybe 
you're the same. Maybe you'd like to take control. Maybe you've set some goals for this new year. Maybe these goals are good things as well. But I want to ask you a question this morning. Have you sought God first of all? Have you asked God about these things first of all? You know, our God doesn't want us to try and figure out everything for ourselves. Instead, he wants us to turn to him first of all with everything. Not just church life, with every aspect of our lives. He wants us to look to him first. And you know, Jesus says here, then we, when we seek God first, when we look to him first, when we call on him first, he says that something amazing will happen when we do that. Says there in the second half of verse 33, says, seek the kingdom of God above all else, live righteously. That means live right before God. Listen to that end part there. And he will give you everything you need. What a wonderful promise that is. But note this, it's not everything you want. It's everything you need. God isn't a genie. He's not that genie that comes out of Aladdin's lamp where he grants you three wishes and you can have your heart's desire. God isn't like that because God is sovereign and he's a loving father. He knows what's best for us. And sometimes there are things that we want that God knows isn't right for us. And God reigns over all in our lives. But Jesus has promised that if we seek him first, he'll give you everything you need. Maybe you've come here at the start of this new year. Maybe you've come here this morning and you're thinking about the year ahead. And maybe you've come here today and you need direction for your life. You're not sure which way to go with a job, with a relationship. What's to come this year? I want to encourage you, seek the Lord first. If you need direction, seek the Lord. Maybe you've come here today and maybe you need provision. Maybe you're looking at the bank account today after Christmas and you're thinking, Lord, I need some money to get through this month. I need to pay the rent bill. I need to pay the gas bill. I need to pay off the mortgage, whatever it might be. I need to pray for food for the kids. Maybe you're worrying about that. Maybe you need provision today. I'm so grateful the Bible says that our God is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides Seek him first today if you need provision. Maybe you've come here today and maybe your heart is filled with chaos. Maybe you're worried about everything that's going on in your life. There is turmoil in your life. Maybe you need peace today. Seek the Lord first for he is the Prince of Peace. Turn to Jesus today. Maybe you've come here this morning and maybe you feel discouraged, disheartened because of where you find yourself right now. Maybe you need hope today. Seek the Lord first. Maybe you've come here today and you're feeling weak and weary. Maybe spiritually you're feeling weak. Maybe physically you're feeling weak or weary. Maybe you need strength today. Seek the Lord first. He's the God who supplies all strength. Maybe you come here today and maybe the enemy of your souls has come against you. Maybe you're feeling defeated. Maybe you feel like you're in a battle right now and you need victory. Seek the Lord first. God fights our battles for us. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Jesus has won the victory and we're on victory side today because of Jesus. Seek the Lord first. Maybe you're facing an impossible situation today. Maybe the doctor's given you bad news. Maybe your family circumstances are hard right now and you're wondering how is this ever going to change? Maybe your relationship, maybe your own personal life, your job situation. Maybe you've come here today and you need a miracle. Seek the Lord first. God is a God of miracles. Maybe you've come here today and you don't know Jesus 
as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you've come here today and you need rescuing. You need saving from sin, from yourself and, and a lost eternity. Seek the Lord today. Jesus is mighty to save. He is mighty to save you today. At the start of this brand new year, 2024, everything begins with seeking the Lord first. Seek the Lord first and he will give you everything that you need. You know, I found in my life that amazing things happen when I spend time seeking the Lord first. When I seek God first with every area of my life, I see God show up in unexpected ways. I see God turn up in unexpected ways. Even back last year when I was praying for, for God to send the right lady into my life, lo and behold, in Aberdeen Tennis Club of all places, there she was. God surprises us. But that happened because I brought it before God. I said, God, I'm not going to take this situation into my own hands. Yes, I could, could try and figure things out myself and try and go and date people and go on dating apps and all these things. But God knew. God knew. I said, God, I'm going to trust it with you. In your time, in your way, you'll bring the right person into my life. And I thank God that he has. But I want to say it's not just in the relationship area. It's every area of my life. When I put God first, amazing things happen. I love what Nikki Gumbel says, the, the great HDB preacher, uh, minister. He said that when I pray, coincidences happen. When I don't pray, coincidences don't happen. When we pray and seek God first, watch what God will do. God will do amazing things in your life. And, and the impact that we can have in our life is incredible when we seek God first. Anybody here want to make a difference in our world? Anybody here want to see Jesus move in our community? Anybody here want to see your whole life changed by Jesus? Well, that comes from seeking the Lord first. Seeking God first. I love what Charles Stanley, that great American preacher, once said. He said, our intimacy with God determines our impact. Everybody wants to be an influencer out there these days. But if you want to make a real influence and make a real impact, seek God first. Put God first in your life and watch how God will work in and through your life. But did you know God wants you to seek Him, first of all, not just on Sundays. God wants you to seek him first every day. Tomorrow morning, he wants you to seek him first. Tuesday, he wants you to seek him first. Jesus has made this way possible that we can seek the Lord and know God's presence and leading and guidance and provision in our lives every day. Jesus made that way possible through what he's done for us on the cross. We can seek the Lord first at all times, everywhere, anywhere. We can seek the Lord first now, you might have come here today and you might say, Luke, that's fantastic. That's great. That's encouraging. Yes, I want to seek the Lord. But where do I begin with that? Where do we begin with seeking the Lord? Where do we start? Well, I want to encourage you. Seek the Lord every day. Find a quiet place every day where you can spend some time with just you and God. Find a quiet time every day. Maybe it's after work. Maybe it's first thing in the morning. Maybe it's quiet just before bed, but spend some time seeking the Lord then. But I want to share with you three ways in which we can seek the Lord. This is the first place or first way we can seek the Lord. Seeking the Lord begins with opening our mouths. You might say, what on earth does that mean? I don't mean just going around like this. I don't mean that at all. Not that you want to see what I had for breakfast this morning, so I apologize for that. But it begins with opening our mouths. It begins with praise. This is the first place of seeking the Lord. It begins with praising the Lord. Worship is an essential way to seeking the Lord. 
When we worship the Lord, we pour out our adoration, our reverence, our thanksgiving, and our praise to the Lord. Worship can include things like singing psalms, singing songs of hymns. It can involve spiritual songs, but worship is just is more than just singing songs on a Sunday morning. Worship is the life that we live before God every single day. Our everyday lives are worship to the Lord. And I want to encourage you, don't just sing on Sundays, sing every day. Worship the Lord every day with song, with praise, with thanksgiving. Open your mouth and praise the Lord. I love these few verses for us. Psalm 95, verse 1 to 3, the psalmist said, Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock, our salvation. Let us come to Him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to Him. For the Lord is great, a great King above all gods. Psalm 100, verse 4 says, Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Go into His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. You know, the Lord's Prayer, it begins with worship. Jesus taught His disciples and He said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, or holy is your name. That's the first place to seek in the Lord. You want to know how to seek the Lord? Begin by opening your mouth. Thank Jesus for what He has done. Thank Him for His love. Thank Him for His blessings. Thank Him for His provision. Give Him praise. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. You might not feel like it, then offer a sacrifice of praise. Things might be hard, but God is still worthy of your praise, still worthy of your song, still worthy of your worship for all that He has done. Praise and seeking the Lord is the first place to worship in the Lord. Don't just wait till Sunday mornings, but worship the Lord. You know, later on, I'm going to be watching the Liverpool game and they're going to be singing for that football team. But that football team isn't worth my song. Only the King of Kings is worth my song. And he's worth your song as well today. Give him your praise. Open your mouth. That's the first place to seek in the Lord. Open your mouth. Secondly, is to open the word. Open the word. What word? The Bible. Open God's word. This is another way that we seek the Lord. This is so crucial for us to seek in the Lord. It is the word of God. It is God's living word. God's word provides guidance to our lives. It provides wisdom on how to live in this world, how to live our lives that would bring glory and honor to God. It provides insight to us into God's character. It reveals who God is to us. It reveals God's perfect will, His plan of salvation. It, it, uh, it shows us God's incredible love for you and me. If you want to know who God is, you want to know His plan for your life, then I encourage you, open God's Word. This is how we seek the Lord. This isn't just a big book that we read on the shelf. This is God's living Word. Did you know this book is the most relevant book in our planet right now? It always has been and always will be the most relevant book of all. And this book is always the most sold book every single year. You can guarantee it. I want to encourage you, read the Bible. It says in Psalm 119 verse 105, it says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. God's word. You need direction, read God's word. I love what the Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 1 verse 16. He said, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. Did you know this still has power to save people and change people? God's word reveals what Jesus has done for us. This is still powerful and can still change lives today. 
And Hebrews 4 verse 12 says this, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. If you want to seek God, open the word. Open your mouth and praise him. Open your word, open his word and discover who he is. And finally, as we come towards a conclusion, third way in which we can seek the Lord is open your heart. Open your heart. What do I mean by that? By praying and calling upon the Lord. Pouring out your heart to the Lord. Did you know prayer isn't just some religious thing that we do where we chant a few lines or say a few lines for the sake of it? But prayer is actually a heart-to-heart conversation with the living God, the creator of this world, the creator of you and me. Prayer is a powerful way in which we can communicate with God. But did you know prayer isn't just a one-way street? Prayer isn't just us saying, God, I want this, God, I want that. God, this is happening in my life. Prayer is a conversation. God wants to speak to you as well. He'll speak to you through his word. He'll speak to you through his Holy Spirit. He'll speak to you through other people, God's people as well. Prayer is the way that we build that connection and that relationship with the Lord. And you know, when we pray, we're inviting God into our lives. We're saying, God, I'm going to put you first. I need your help in this circumstance, God. God, will you guide me? God, will you lead me? God, will you help me? When we pray, we open up our lives. We open up our hearts and God begins to influence our lives. I love what it says in Jeremiah 29, verse 12 to 13. It says, in those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. God's not trying to play hide and seek with us. God is right there. He's a loving father who hears your cries. And I love what Philippians 4 verse 6 to 7 says, don't worry about anything. Easier said than done, isn't it? Don't worry about anything, but instead pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. And listen to this. Then you'll experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And so as we come to an end of this first Sunday, this first message in 2024, as we begin this new year, as the curtains draw back, and as we step into this new year, I want to encourage you. I believe the Lord wants to encourage us. Seek the Lord first. Everything begins here. Seeking God first. Any decision you've got to make this year, seek the Lord first. Any challenge that comes your way and hardship that comes your way this year, seek the Lord first. Give it to the Lord and he will give you everything you need. And you know, I want to encourage you this year. You know, I've said it before, but the most important meeting for us as a church, the most important meeting every week is the prayer meeting. It is the engine room of this church. It's where we see God move in the heart of every person that's been here, but where we see him move in people's lives. It's where things happen, where God changes things. It's where we encounter God's presence in a fresh and a new way. And I want to encourage you this year, don't just listen to this word and say, yes, Luke, that's great. I want to seek the Lord this year. But make this your priority. Say, Luke, I'm going to come along on a Wednesday night to the prayer meeting. Don't come for my sake. Come because you want to seek the Lord. Come because you want to know God's leading and his direction in your life. Come because you want to surrender your life to him. Come because you want to thank him for who he is and all that he has done in your life. Let's make the prayer meeting the priority for us as a church. And when we do, 
we'll continue to see God moving in great and mighty ways. So join us this Wednesday. There's a plug for that, 7 o'clock. If you can't make it on Wednesday nights, so between 7 and 8 o'clock, then we also have a prayer meeting on Tuesday afternoons as well, between 3 and 4 o'clock. We'd love to have you join us. If you are unable to make it, then just pray in your home. Pray where you are. But this year, let's make it a priority for us as a church. Seek the Lord first in everything. Let's seek him first. And as we do that, he will lead us. He will guide us. He will bless us. He will provide for us. He will protect us. He will save us and help us. What a mighty God that we have today. He's going to do amazing things in our midst. We hear the prophecy in our Christmas Eve service that God's going to bless us this year. And I'm believing for that. According to his promises, according to his word, God is going to bring great blessing this year. What we've seen happen last year, is just the start. You know, as a church family, we're up to 107 people at this moment in time. But we don't want to just see a full room. We want to see full hearts, people loving Jesus, growing in their relationship with Jesus. And let's pray that by the end of 2024, that we'll have to have two services, three services, because so many people are encountering Jesus. Let's seek God first, and then he will give us everything that we need.